Hey there, Internet. Welcome to Preparing Our Hearts for Worship podcast. I'm Glenn. And I'm Linda, and we're glad you're here. Hey, you ready for Christmas? Yes, the decorations are up, presents are on the way, Christmas cards are coming, and Christmas music is in the air everywhere. There's truly nothing better than hearing the old-fashioned Christmas songs right around the holidays. One of those old classic hymns is O Holy Night. It brings up great memories and thoughts of our Savior Jesus Christ. It is truly a glorious night when Jesus was born. The angels rejoiced and the whole world received their King. God granted us eternal salvation when he sent his Son to die for our sins. O holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and arrow pining, till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope the weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees and hear the angels' voices. O night divine, O night when Christ was born, O holy night, O holy night, O night divine. Led by the light of faith, serenely beaming, with glowing hearts by his cradle we stand. So, led by the light of a star sweetly gleaming, here come the wise men from Orient land. The King of Kings lay thus in a lowly manger, and all our trials born to be our friend. He knows our need, to our weakness no stranger. Behold your King, bow before him lowly. Behold your King of Kings, before him bend. Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Change shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. Sweet hymns of joy and grateful chorus raise we, that all within us praise his holy name. Christ is Lord, that ever, ever praise we, we his power and glory evermore. His power and glory evermore proclaim. Falling is a biblical inspiration of O Holy Night. O Holy Night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear Savior's birth. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, as we see in Luke 2, 8. Long lay the world in sin and error pining, till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. And to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and you have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, ye shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because you, of cause of you, in pain you shall eat of it all of the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. Genesis three seventeen and 18. A thrill of hope the worry, weary world rejoices, 
for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God in Romans eight nineteen through 21. Fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angels' voices. Oh, night divine. Oh, night when Christ was born. Oh, night divine. Oh, night divine. So that at his name every knee shall bow in heaven and in earth and under the earth, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, the glory of the Lord of God the Father, Philippians 2, 10, and 11. Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love, and his gospel is peace. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. John thirteen thirty four through 35 Chains he shall break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppressions shall cease. No longer as a slave, but more than a slave, as a beloved brother, especially to me. But how much more to you, both in the flesh and in the Lord. Philemon 1.16 Sweet hymns of joy in grateful chorus raise we. With all our hearts we praise his holy name. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your heart to God. Colossians 3.16 Placide Capu wrote the words to O Holy Night while they were on a train for a business trip. Capu was a French poet and a wine merchant living in the small town in the south of France. He was well known as the man with one hand having been shot by his friend in a childhood accident and his hand, right hand had to be amputated. In 1847, the local parish priest asked Capu to write the words for a Christmas song to be sung by opera singer Emily Laurie, accompanied by the church's newly renovated organ. The priest suggested Capu take his poem to Adolf Adam, a composer well known at the time for his ballet, Giselle, to write the music. It so happened that he and Adam had a mutual friend and Adam agreed to write the music. The resulting carol was simply titled Cantique de Noel, or Christmas Carol. The son of a well-known classical musician, Adolphe, had studied at a Paris conservatory. His talented fame brought requests to write works for orchestras and ballets all over the world. Yet the lyrics that his friend Capu had brought he must have challenged the composer in a fashion unlike anything he received from London, Berbel, Ber Berlin, or St. Petersburg. 
As a man of Jewish ancestry, for Adolf, the words of Cantique de Noël represented a day he didn't celebrate and a man he did not view as the son of God. Nevertheless, Adam quickly went to work, attempting to write an original score to Capu's beautiful words. Adam's finished work pleased both poet and priest. The song was performed just three weeks later at a midnight mass on Christmas Eve. The wide vocal range of this song makes it one of the more difficult Christmas songs to execute properly, especially for the untrained amateur. In the French language churches, it's commonly used at the beginning of the Midnight Mass. Undocumented legends have persistently surrounded O Holy Night, including that trench fighting during the Franco-Prussian War of 1870, or alternatively World War I, temporarily ceased while French troops sang the song to their opponents on Christmas Eve. A better documented, if generally overlooked, instance of nurturing power of O Holy Night was reported in the Marine Corps Times in December 2004. In Iraq, to convey the message of love to home, the Reverend Ron Kamada, a Catholic priest and Marine Reserve Major, sang, O Holy Night, at the bedside of dying American wounded on the military mission. John Dwight saw something in the song that moved him beyond the story of the birth of Christ. An abolitionist, Dwight strongly identified with the lines of the third verse. Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Change shall he break. For the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. This verse mirrored Dwight's view of slavery in the South. He published his English translation of O Holy Night in his magazine, and the song quickly found favor in America, especially in the North during the Civil War. Due to his more religious philosophies, Dwight decided to take a few liberties with Capu's lyrics and Old Holy Night is much less subdued by comparison. Dwight changed Capu's refrain, People kneel down, await your deliverance. Christmas, Christmas here is the Redeemer. And he changed it to Old Night Divine, the night when Christ was born. Dwight, Dwight was a transcendentalist, essentially a revolutionary movement to intellectualism that states there is an inherent goodness in everything and everyone. Old Holy Night presents a night and the event itself as being holy, an element absent from the original. This version became popular, overshadowing the original and with a few tweaks here and there over the last 160 years, we have the modern version. By 1885, Dwight's lyrics had become so accepted that Hart Danks, a choir leader and songwriter, best remembered for the tear-jerking ballad, Silver Threads Among the Gold, 
produced his own adaptation of them in a version entitled O Night Divine. In all fairness, the result could not be called an improvement. Yet despite these and other objections criticizing the music, its international renown continued to grow. Ecclesiastical concerns about the popularity and content of O Holy Night was reproduced when it was imported to Canada in 1858 by Ernest Gagnon, a folklorist, composer, and organist. Gannon had attended a midnight mass the previous years at the Church of St. Rock in Paris, where a treble voice sang the song. After Gagnon popularized the song in Canada, tradition arose that parishes would select a soloist for the midnight mass performance of Old Holy Night from among the local dignitaries as a special honor. The song, originally written by Adolph Adam to be performed by a retired soprano who had premiered one of his less successful operas in Paris, would likewise first be performed in Canada by a soprano singer. Only later did the song become the province of tenors and baritones. But Adam, as a composer of virtuoso operas, included some exposed high notes that challenge even professional singers, let alone well-meaning amateurs. As a result, congregations in Canada would customarily wait with trepidation for the climatic phrases of the song to see whether notes would be sung sharp or flat. O Holy Night has a controversial, albeit intriguing, history. The dissension attached to it can be connected to two distinct facts. Placid Capru, the lyricist, being an atheist, and Adolf Adam, the composer, being a Jew. Neither were so-called church regulars, which created a, f a fur among the conservative church authorities. Although O Holy Night was intentionally incorporated to ex and accepted into Christian services. Its atheist Jewish or origin was soon discovered. The carol was subsequently declared unsuitable for Christmas services and received an immense amount of flack for a lack of musical flavor and the stark absence of religious spirit. The lyrics focused on humanity and championed humility. The fact that all men and women can have souls was considered to be highly radical at that time. The Catholic Church tried its best to bury the song and somewhat succeeded. However, the English translation by John Dwight revived it, focusing on the universality of the human spirit. Back in France, the song continued to be banned by the church for almost two decades. And while people still sing it at home, legend has it that on Christmas Eve, 1871, in the middle of fierce fighting between two armies of Germany and France, during the Franco-Persian War, a French soldier suddenly jumped up out of the muddy trench. Both sides 
stared at a seemingly crazed man who lifted his eyes to heaven and began singing, O Holy Night. Then the German soldier stepped into the open and answered the Frenchman's song with Martin Luther's From Heaven Above to Earth I Come. The story goes that the fighting stopped for the next 24 hours while the men on both sides observed a temporary peace in honor of Christmas Day. Perhaps this story had a part in the French church once again embracing Cantique de Noël in holiday services. But the story of the song continued. Years later, on Christmas Eve, 1906, Reginald Fesserden, a 33-year-old university professor from a former chief chemist of Thomas Edison, did something long thought impossible. Using a new type of generator, Fesserton spoke into a microphone, and for the first time in history, a man's voice was broadcast over the airways. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. He began in a clear, strong voice, hoping he was reaching across the distance he supposed he would. Shocked radio operators on ships and astonished wireless owners at newspapers were amazed as their normal coded impulses, heard over tiny speakers, were interrupted by a professor reading the Christmas story. To those who caught this broadcast, it must have seemed like a miracle to hear a voice somehow transmitted to those far away. Perhaps they may have thought they were hearing the voice of an angel. Fessenden was probably unaware of the sensation he was causing on ships and in offices. He couldn't have known that men and women were rushing to their wireless units to catch this Christmas Eve miracle. After finishing his recitation of the birth of Christ, Fessenden picked up his violin and played O Holy Night, the first song ever sent through the air via radio waves. Since O Holy Night was first sung at a small Christmas Mass in 1847, the song has been sung by sung billions of times by churches in every corner of the world. And since the moment of a handful of people first heard it and played over the radio, the carol has gone on to become one of the most recorded and played spiritual songs. This incredible work requested by a forgotten parish priest, written by a poet who would later split from the church, given soaring music by a Jewish composer, and brought to Americans to serve as much of a tool to spotlight the sinful nature of slavery as to tell the story of the birth of the Savior, has become one of the most beautifully inspired pieces of music ever created. The Lord can work in amazing ways. His word to proclaim. Music is such a wonderful part of Christmas. It fills us with reminders of such a glorious time when Christ came to us in human form to take on the responsibility of saving all who would believe. Yes, Linda, what a wonder it is. When I think about it, 
I am so odd that God would care so much. But that does say much about his character. It says all that's to be said about his love. Our Heavenly Father was faced with a dilemma. We were his creation, created in his image, made in such a way that made us lovable to himself. He'd made us like himself in that we had free choice to choose what we do. Free moral agents. Yes, special, free to do what God wanted us to do or not, a little higher than the angels. But God is not only love. He is holy, so holy sin cannot enter into his presence. It's just one of the attributes of God. It's about who he is. When man chose to disobey God, he made destruction for himself. He, like all of us, have chosen to sin because man loves sin. He wants to control his own life. Thus the dilemma. Yes, we with the sin nature cannot coexist in God's eternity. In this season of the year, we celebrate the night that God sent his son Jesus to come into the world and give us the chance to correct this dilemma in our lives individually. We have an opportunity to trade our sin for his holiness by accepting his free gift of salvation. We can trust him or we can trust ourselves, but not both. Uncle Ann, would you play us O Holy Night on the sax? I'd be delighted to. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
We are so grateful for you guys to listen to our podcast of music. Without you, it'd be kind of useless to be doing this, wouldn't it? We are thrilled when folks tell us they heard our podcast and our music, and they were blessed. Thank you so much. YouTube and search for Glenn and Linda Dawson. While you're there, select like, subscribe, and notification buttons so you'll be notified when our videos come out. Also, it'll help us in our effort to partner with YouTube. YouTube gets advertising money for showing the videos on their platform, and they share that money with them content providers when they're in a partner program. Our program is part of the Glenn Austin Evangelistic Association. We're a 100% nonprofit organization dedicated to sharing Jesus with everyone. All our finances go 100% directly to this ministry. All of the workers for our program are all volunteers. God be with you. Goodbye for now. 